Let me guess, you signed up for every free lead magnet and binged on every marketing YouTube video and thought, what am I missing? Why isn't my business exploding like that? Well, I can tell you, you're not alone. Whether you're just getting started or have an established business, entrepreneurship can be really lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Overcoming your fear of launching or building your personal brand or figuring out how to scale, it shouldn't be holding you back. It should be empowering you. On this podcast, we're going to deep dive into the mechanics of what it takes to build your brand, make your mark, and stake your claim in the digital marketing space. I'll be chatting with people from all walks of life and stages in their careers. I will be getting inspiration from real experts who will share their actual strategies and techniques to grow loyal and raving followings and sell more stuff. This is entrepreneurship from people who are already there making it happen. My name is Jeff Mendelson. Join me and welcome to the One Big Tip Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today, I am really pleased to have with me on the line, Rocky Lalvani. Rocky serves as a chief profitability officer for small business owners on a fractional basis. Rocky helps business owners transform their business from a cash-eating monster into a money-making machine. He also ensures that your business is always profitable and you as the owner always gets paid. Rocky, that's a big uh, that's a big mandate. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff, so much for having me here today. I'm excited to be with you. This is going to be awesome. So, uh, you know, I've told my listeners about this before. I am a huge fan of Profit First. I came across it like about four or five years ago, first read the book, got really excited about it. And like I sat down with my account. And I'm like, hey, did you read the uh, did you read this? He's like, oh, yeah, I read that a long time ago. Right. And I'm like, dude, so I can do this. I can go and open up like eight to 10 bank accounts and, you know, sell all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, go to town. And I love it, but I just uh, think that when I explain it to other people, you know, like even in, on your side, when you need to educate your clients on how to do it, like, you know, sometimes it's not as easy of a concept to grasp, right? So I'd like to start out a little bit by talking a little bit about your background and how you came into focusing on this exact way to, you know, to manage your business. So... I'm a spreadsheet geek. Like when I look at tax returns and spreadsheets, the numbers tell me stories. And on top of that, I've always wanted to build wealth. I guess most of us business owners, we all want to build wealth. But as I looked around, I realized people were struggling. And I'm like, why are all these people struggling with building wealth and running their businesses? And I realized even though I've got a Bachelor of Science in Economics and an MBA, and went through all this schooling, nobody teaches us how to build wealth, both personally and in our business. They don't teach us how to be profitable. And on top of that, I think a lot of people have a lot of emotional hangouts around money. And so if we don't address the emotionals of the money, people are going to struggle. And on top of that, let's face it, we all love to spend. And the problem most of us have is that we spend too much but we don't automate our savings. And that's literally what Profit First does is it automates everything so that you don't have to think about it and it takes all the emotions out of it. You know, that's really cool. When I first came across the, you know, like the equation, uh, sales minus profit equals expenses, goes entirely counter to everything that I thought about before. It's like, well, you know, I make this much money, whether I'm working in corporate, I get a salary or, or as an entrepreneur, right? I know more or less what it is I'm going to make, right? And then I know I have to pay all these people that work for me. So I have to make sure that they get, uh, uh, that they get paid. Oh, and, and by the way, if there's anything left, then I, you know, then it's mine. 
right? And that is so crazy. That is so asinine to me, right? Because it's like, well, wait a second. Like, you know, I get being dedicated to the people that support you, right? And to making sure that they get paid first and you don't mess around with other people's money, things like that. But what this does is that it really takes the, it also helps you take the guesswork out of managing your finances. One of the things I wanted to talk with you about today is not so much the theory behind it, but you know, like the actual application of how a business owner should be doing this. Like when you walk someone through, like, you know, they already signed and they're like, okay, I'm on board. I'll do as you tell me, please, Rocky guru, tell me what to do, right? How do you walk people through that? So I think what I do is I explain it in the way that maybe you've heard Dave Ramsey say it, or maybe it was something your grandparents did. So in the old days, people would get their income and then they would have envelopes and they would label their envelopes with what the money was for. So they might have an envelope for rent. They'd have an envelope for their food. They'd have an envelope for their utility bills. And when they got their check, they would put their money where it belonged. And then when it came time, they would spend the money from the appropriate envelope. And when it was done, well, then you were done spending money. And if there was a little bit more month left and no money in the food budget, well, you'd go to the back of the pantry and you'd figure out how to make do. You just wouldn't spend more. You'd become more resourceful. Profit First does the exact same thing for your business, but you're a business. We can't have all these envelopes of cash sitting around. So what Mike said is, let's do this with bank accounts. And so essentially what we do is we create bank accounts. So the first account we want is our income account. Because in a business, we don't know when the money's coming in. It comes in at all different times. And so our income account will always show us at this moment, since the last time I sat down, how much money is in my income account. And then we set up the rest of our accounts. So the rest of our accounts are the profit account because profit comes first. The next account is your owner's pay account because you, the owner, should not be paid last. You took the risk. You show up and do the work. You're essentially you know, the person behind this business, if you're not paying yourself first, if you're not in a strong position, it's going to be very difficult for you to have your head in the business and do what's right. Next up is tax. So we set up a tax account because Uncle Sam expects to get paid. And too often at tax time, we freak out because we just got our tax bill and we don't know how we're going to pay it. And then lastly is our expenses, because expenses come last because we're going to constrain our expenses. It's not that we're not going to pay our bills. It's just that we're going to live within that dreaded word budget. So we're going to constrain our expenses. So at a given rhythm, and I have clients who do it at all. Some people do it once a month. Some people do it twice a month. So Mike suggests the 10th and the 25th. Some people do it weekly. You sit down. You look at your income account, you say, okay, this is how much money came in. And you have a set percentage allocation to profit, to your pay, to taxes, and to operating expenses. And then you just do the simple math and you can actually create a really simple spreadsheet to do it for you. And then you move the money to all the other accounts. And then from those accounts, you appropriately allocate. So when it's profit time, and today is April 1st, today is the first day of the quarter, which is when we do our profit allocations. First day of every quarter, we take half the amount of money in the account and we celebrate and we remove it from our company. April 15th is tax time. So April 15th, when you've got to write your tax check, you go to your tax account and you've got the money there to, to pay it. And then you pay your normal operating expenses out of your OPEX account. And then you take your pay out of your pay account. So the money flows to where it's supposed to go. 
every dollar has a purpose and you've paid yourself first. You've heard all of those acronyms before, those phrases, but nobody implements. This is a system that allows you to so simply implement them and just make them your natural habit. What do you think is the challenge when you're educating business owners that this is in fact a viable a viable way for you to run your business, right? You know, I would have to think that's, you know, some people that are, let's just say, set in their ways, right? They're like, well, wait a second. I've been running this business for 15, 20 years. Who are you to tell me to start, you know, opening up new bank accounts and moving stuff around and all that? How do you get through to them, you know, to they're like, hey, this part actually works and here's why? So first of all, your accountant was not the ordinary accountant. Usually I have to fight the accountant and the bookkeeper more than I have to fight the business owner because they freak out at having all those accounts. They think it's a lot of extra work. And the reality is it's not. There's principles behind this. So one of the principles behind this is called Parkinson's Law. And Parkinson's Law basically says we will use up all the resources allocated. So Let's make this simple. Your kid gets a project at school. He's got three weeks to do it. How long does it take him? Three weeks, which is a total lie because he spends 19 days goofing off. And then the last day he thinks about it and then he crams it in the last 24 hours. Same thing happens in your business. You say, hey, we've got a new project. And the sales rep comes in and he goes, well, what's your budget? Whatever you tell that person the budget is, you tell them it's $100,000. Second question, how long will this take? Well, we've got a six-month time frame. They're going to spend $100,000 and they're going to take six months to do it. But what if you told that sales rep, hey, I've got 10 grand in three weeks. You'll find a way to get it done in 10 grand in three weeks. So it's a constraint system. It forces you, the business owner, to be more resourceful instead of using more resources, which is time and money. And, that, and that's basically what it comes down to. And people say, well, wait a minute, how am I going to get from 100 grand down to 10 grand? That's crazy. It comes down to another rule that you've heard, which is the Pareto principle, which is the 80-20 rule. 20% of what you do provides 80% of the results, which means 40% of what you do provides 96% of the results. What we're trying to do is get rid of the 60% that's useless and not worry about that little 4%. This way, what what I tell people is let's do half the work and make twice the money. And you can do that within your business when you find the pools of profit. But it's it's a it's a matter of constraining you and forcing you to think about your business and work on your business instead of in your business. When we're in our business, we're just so rushed that we just throw money at everything. Mm -hmm. I think one of the interesting parts uh, for me uh, uh, when I first implemented it was getting a handle on my expenses, right? Because, you know, I can direct when I'm going to pay my employees or when I'm going to pay my contractors. I just tell them I pay on the 15th and the 30th of the month. You know, is that acceptable for you? Yes, no, thank you, right? But when you sign up for X service, you know, they're going to charge you on the 7th and then another service is going to charge you on the 9th and then some services charge you quarterly, right? You end up, at least in my case, I ended up having this whole list, you know, of expenses and trying to approximate when they're going to hit the account. What I found was, you know, especially, uh, uh, this happens especially with subscription-based rebillers that um, don't necessarily take into account, you know, the different months. Some months have 30 days, one month has 28, other ones have 31 days, right? So what happens? Actually, this ha- this happened to me actually yesterday, March 31st, in uh, uh, with Facebook. They, uh, they're supposed to charge all of my accounts on the first of the month. They ended up charging it on the, uh, on the 31st. So what happened? 
you know, that account went into the negative because the money wasn't there yet. Right. So I need to then go back and figure out like, okay, what is their pattern? Right. And you have to, and I felt like I almost had to do this for, for just about everybody trying to figure out, okay, when are they going to hit on what particular month? How do you assist people in figuring out whether, whether that's a good system or is there an easier way to do it? Like, how do you figure out those expenses, especially after they pertain to the OPEX part of it? So I think a couple things. Number one, how much of that can we put on a credit card? Because if it's on a credit card, you go back to a set rhythm, right? Your credit cards do on X date, you usually get 20 days notice. And if you want to bother to look, you can get considerable notice. The second thing we do is we make sure that our accounts have a little bit extra in them. So if you've got a good rhythm and you're actually to the positive, your OPEX should have the money in it ahead of time. So like I said, if you're doing your allocations on the 10th and the 25th, then you'll know, hey, even if it comes in on the 30th, 31st or the 1st, the money was there on the 25th. And so it's already allocated towards that. And by having buffers in all your accounts, it really helps to to deal with that type of stuff. I will tell you, subscription-based stuff drives us all crazy. We try to do our best to constantly be aware of those because that's where overspending occurs. That's also where spending occurs and you stop using a particular software, but nobody stops actually paying for it. And so that's one of the other big problems is, is constantly being aware of where is your money going and then leaving that extra room so that you're not so tight every month. You know, one of the things I found was, you know, just putting that calendar together required me to go through like the past six months of uh, statements and, uh, you know, getting that into an Excel spreadsheet and then sorting by name, right? Once you sort by name, then you start to see the patterns because, you know, let's just say, you know, like Facebook doesn't always say, hey, it came from Facebook. Sometimes it says, you know, like F-A-C-E-B-K, right? Instead of book, Uh, right? You know, things like that. And what happens is it's like, okay, you need to know all those permutations. Like it's not hard, right? uh, I mean, none of this is rocket surgery. It's just, you know, it's a little bit of tedious work that frankly, I thought my accountant should be doing right. But okay, fine. So I took, you know, I took over that. And once I understood that it's not my accountant's job to coach me or to run me or whatever, it's actually my job to run him. Right. Because I'm paying him to do, you know, that stuff. So it's, you know, so it's on me to actually direct to direct him. Okay, this is how I'm I am going to run my business. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think a lot of people don't get that. Right. Because you can ask an accountant, you know, a direct question and, you know, for the sake of liability and they don't want to give you the wrong answer. They may give you something, you know, like a little bit too general lawyers. Oh, my God. you, You know, try to get a direct answer out of them as well. Right. And it's like, okay, how do you do that, right? And I think that's really interesting when you can just break down those concepts like you just did, right? To just say, okay, you know, uh, this is what I want you to do. Here's the tip of the day, go forth and then come back and do it. What have you seen as the net result? You know, when you bring on a new client, you teach them these concepts, you get them on that, uh, you get them on that rhythm, you know, uh, three to six months later, what kind of results do you see when you uh, when you go back and revisit uh, the other uh, work that you have put forth with that client, so businesses usually are struggling with cash flow. They're usually behind the eight ball, and they're always trying to keep up. It and I tell my clients, I mean, can we do it in six months? Yeah, if you want to put pedal to metal, we can hit targets in six months. In six months, things will be a lot smoother than they've ever been before. 
If you really want to hit the targets that are in the book, it's probably 18 to 24 months for most business owners because you're making small, small changes. If you try to make massive changes in your business, you will struggle. But usually within six months, the business owners are much more confident. They're ready to handle whatever it is that comes up. And and when those little bills come up and those little cycles happen, like you talked about, when they charge a couple days early, there's extra money there to pay for everything. The biggest thing that I've noticed is when tax time comes around and they finally sit down with the accountant, and usually most accountants are doing nothing but taxes. They're not helping you be more profitable. That's not what you hire. That's not what the expectation is from them as to how they're serving you. But usually when tax time comes around, the number one thing I've heard from business owners is they're no longer fearful. They're no longer dreading the number that the accountant's going to tell them they owe because they know they've been setting aside money the entire year. And when tax time comes, they can stroke the check as much as they hate paying taxes, they have the ability to do it. So I think a lot of it is just simple. It's peace. Like you get to sleep at night and it's confidence that you can handle whatever the numbers are that pop up in your business. Amazing. That is amazing advice. Thank you so much for that. Rocky, can you please tell everyone how they can reach out to you, learn more about what it is that you do and, uh, you know, reach out to you directly if they want to learn more. So the best place where everything is located is on my website. Profit comes first. If you want to get the first two chapters of Mike's book and a bunch of tools, there's a sign up there. If you want to get on my calendar or send me an email, you can do that right from there as well. And if you want to learn more about this, I mean, we're just hitting the surface here on the top. My podcast, Profit Answer Man, will give you all of those details in full and we'll go deep into each of the areas. And and I teach you everything you need to do to set this up. I don't believe in that, you know, webinar where we get you all excited and then there's a big price tag at the end. I teach you everything you need to do and you can go implement on your own. What I find is some people want accountability and help or they hit a friction point and then they put somebody like me on their team to help them in those in those points. Amazing stuff. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate you breaking down those concepts in a really easy to understand way. I think that, you know, I think a lot of business owners would really do well to implement this, you know, not only for their businesses, but I think it's amazing how people don't do this for their personal life as well, right? I mean, if you were to set up a, you know, an account just for rent, or an account for, you know, food and entertainment or an account for, you know, car expenses, whatever it is. Most banks, at least in the United States, right, generally don't have a problem with you opening up multiple accounts, right? It's just a question of, well, you're going to be charged maybe a little bit extra fees, but really, what are we talking about here? 10 to $20 a month per account. I would say that that extra $100 a month, depending on how profitable you are, of course, is really money well spent because it really helps you sleep better at night, right? And being able to do that, no? We'll find you banks that are free. If your bank's going to charge you five, 10 bucks an account, switch banks, go find one that's free. They will get you multiple accounts. This is not a new concept. So when I was a little kid, banks used to have what they used to call Christmas, Christmas club savings accounts. And every week they would take like five bucks and put it in your Christmas account. So when Christmas time came, you actually had the money to pay for the Christmas gifts. You weren't spending the whole year after Christmas with a hangover of how to do that. Banks will do this for you and you just got to find a bank that's going to support you. Amazing stuff. Rocky, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a lot of fun and I really appreciate you taking the time to break down these concepts. Thank you, Jeff, for having me. It's been a blast to join you. 